coming up on TMS. Russell Crowe is a big fun tub of goo. Doxing Dunaway's dealer. Use the same hole. He's hot blooded, boosted and see. Got a fever of 103. The same context. The Vegas booster. Sweaty lift driver. Where can I take you? The age of these kids are the stranger thing. Upside down cats. Too much vax, not enough wax. It's mostly the cocaine. Put the mental condom on. MGM has the best streaming unless you count the fountains at the Bellagio. Minor spoilers from major spoilers and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. It's Billy. For her over-the-hill birthday, make her feel young again with a performance from Billy. He can really get the blood pumping and the action going. Remember me? You taste like a burger. I don't like you anymore. This is the morning stream. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It's Monday, July 11th, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson. It's Brian Nibbit over there. Hello. Hello. Happy new, brand new, spanking new week to you. Yeah, man. Woo. Let's get shit done, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. It's like a done yeah, week. Sure. What does we it could mean? Do, we could get shit done. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. It was a big week for me because two, two things. One, uh... I got a, a birthday coming up this weekend. You do, you do. Yeah. I need to get a package out to you. I'll talk to you offline because I want to. I want to bypass your PO box and send this right to your house. Oh, you can do that. Yeah, you should have my other address, don't you? I, I don't know. If, I'm sure I do somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course I do. Yes. Yeah. I don't think I ever get. I don't think you send stuff to my PO. I don't think. As I far think as I, I know. Do either. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, and then my uh, as part of my birthday. That's how I'm justifying it. Mm-hmm. My Steam Deck will be here on Friday. Ooh, mm. a little birthday present to yourself that you ordered like four months ago, five mm-hmm. months ago, or something. Right? Well, a year yeah. ago. I've been on that waiting list for a freaking right. year. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's a long time. But uh, yeah, finally ready to ship. It has shipped, and I'm just tracking it now. So it'll be here Friday, right in time Sweet. for birthday. And then my wife's doing something nice uh, for me, which means uh, early programming note. We're not here m- next Monday, okay? Oh, okay. The rest of the week's fine. Everything else is good. All other shows unaffected. The only thing affected is Monday's TMS because we'll still be out. But we'll be so home funny because that. that was going to be the day I was in Vegas. I know before I changed before <laughs> I changed dates. It was going to be a perfect kind of a perfect storm, but then you know dates had to change, and it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. We're still going to try to figure out. We're going to try yeah, to do it while you're there, right? Like uh, I think so. Yeah, I mean, know. it all depends on. Uh, because I'm definitely taking the the iPad. I'm not taking a laptop, I, but I believe um, we should be able to do something the morning, the, the second morning, the first morning. Who knows? I might. We might have to do some. Or, Are you in the yeah, MGM again? Yeah, we'll have to figure again? it out. Because MG- I'm leaving early that morning. Are you in the MGM uh, again this time, or no? I am in the MGM. Yeah, oh, which seems good. to have really good. Yeah, they're gonna have internet good for streaming. Yeah, for whatever reason. It's like the only hotel on the strip that has decent streaming. <laughs> it is, yes. I don't get and it. I did pay for early uh, check-ins, so even if we don't do a normal time we start, yeah, we could do a. All right, Brent's checked in in his room, and and uh, here's it's time for a quick uh, TMS. Sure. Kind of thing. Yeah, we could bang something out. We'll figure it's it out. Better than nothing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Would you rather have dead air, everybody, or would you rather have uh, uh, you know? Uh, air MGM air <laughs> live air live scented 
scented air. Uh, highly <laughs> oxygenated air. <laughs> all this, all the air around me is scented, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, I know. I know what you mean, Scott. So uh, we got some stuff today. Um, yeah. Let's hit this first. So there's a reason we didn't have a PM this week, which I already told everybody on Patreon because I did a post about it. So they know what happened. But uh, yeah, we'll yeah. tell the rest of the world what happened because here's what happened. I uh, decided to get as soon as I could get in. I was like, I'm going to get my COVID booster because I just want to get the I just haven't gotten my my most latest. And with the uptick and build BA5 or whatever, plus, you know, got some plans coming up. I want to I just want to, yeah. you know, be prepared. Same with Brian. He's like, yeah, Same I got to go me. to Vegas. Let's do this. Vegas. Let's, let's let's get that booster two weeks before Vegas. Let's make sure it's it's settled into my body. <laughs> yeah, let's Biden fight off, prices. fight off whatever viral load we can. This sure. sort of thing. And so uh, I go in on Thursday, and I and I know from the previous two, three shots, whatever it's been, three I guess total, four total now with the booster, that I've never had a reaction to the to the COVID Pfizer thing. Just never been a problem. Right. I just right. I don't even get really tired. My arms a little sore, and that's it. Um, so I wasn't worried about that. I go in there, and the guy's like, "Yeah, um, chances are, if you hadn't had reaction to those others, you should be fine. You'll you'll do mm-hmm. good." And Kim goes, "Oh, also, I need to schedule him for um, a shingles vaccine." Uh, our doctor's saying we should get that. Uh, and if you're over 50, you're supposed to just get it. And so she says, or the guy goes, oh, yeah, we can totally do that. And I'm like, okay, cool. So he'll tell us when later, and I won't worry about it. Then later, comes out and says, <laughs> uh, yeah, we can do both today. We'll do them today. And I said, oh, you can do you can do both of them now? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, not a problem. And I go, like, at the same time, he says, oh, yeah, well, just one after the other. And I said, well, uh, is there any problem with that? And he goes, oh, no, it's not a problem. I mean, you're you're probably going to have a reaction to the shingles vax because everybody does, and it's a little rough, but but no more than you're used to. Blah, blah, blah. He's really talking it yeah. down. Yeah. And I said, okay, would you need one arm for each? He goes, no, nah, we'll put it in the same arm. <laughs> here, we'll just put it right here, right below this hole yeah. I'm going to make here. We'll put it right there, which, by the way, is still very tender in that area. Yeah. Yeah, actually, uh, so, mine. Uh, yeah, mine's still a little, still a little bit. Well. If somebody hit you, it hurt, right? That's how that would go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. More than it would if someone hit you without a shot. <laughs> I mean, the other arm, for yeah. example. Yes. So I, so I'm like, well, are you sure I can have this in the same arm? That seems a little crazy. Um, Dunaway said, "Why not the same hole?" The other day, and I'm like, no, they didn't do the same <laughs> hole. But anyway, so oh, I said, same arm increases chances that you'll uh, it'll be like a super soldier serum reaction. That's exactly, what we're hoping for. Yeah, pr- precisely what I want. Uh, yeah. But no, that didn't happen. Here's what he. Aww. So he's he's the pharmacist. I'm supposed to, you know, I'm yeah, no expert at anything. Sure. So I'm like, okay, I look, dude, I trust you. It's fine. Let's go ahead. Let's do this. He does it. Uh, the COVID shot I didn't even feel going in. The other mm-hmm. one felt like a burning anus it was really hurt to go in and i could feel that one spreading through my arm and stuff so i go home and within an hour i'm a wreck like fevery and weak and my skin feels like it's on fire that shingles thing is no effing joke and it knocked me out for a good 24 hours straight and the and and here's what happened and i think you described this once uh (laughs) Out of nowhere, after just a miserable 24 hours of just feeling like absolute death, fever, uh, burning skin, just could barely move without it hurting. It was so bad. All yeah. of a sudden, break out in a cold sweat, gone. <laughs> Done. Oh God. All good. Fine. 100%. Zero problems. No big deal. But that's why no show Friday, because I was wrecked that day. 
So yeah. then Brian gets his shot on Friday. Brian, how I got did, my COVID how'd shot. How'd it go yeah. for you? <laughs> well, uh, first shot, no problem. Uh, like first shot uh, in the, the original COVID series, uh, no problem. First Moderna shot. Second shot, I was out for like about eight hours. Mm-hmm. First booster took me out for about uh, most of a day, most of the waking part of a day. And it was always the day after the shot. Yeah. Uh, this one being the fourth, it is, it seriously is like, it's increasing each time. Like my body is, is, uh, having a harder time. Like, okay, hard this one. We got this. We got this just, uh, Mm. all right. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, had it done on Friday, Friday night, I started feeling feverish and pretty much all of Saturday I was rocking a, uh, 100.1 100.1 degree <laughs> fever. So then he's a huge mess for all of Saturday. Huge mess. So. I like. I slept in a little bit. We didn't do film sack. I slept in. Um, I will let you know that instead of just resting like I probably should have, I did go out and drive lift. But it wasn't like I was sweating the entire time, and it was a shot. I wasn't. I wasn't like. Uh, You're not um, dying or anything. You're, I'm not yeah. dying, and I'm also not contagious. But it's like, all right, where do I go? All right, yeah. I'll take you to okay. the. <laughs> Take you to lens crafters. Okay, let's go. That's too far. Get out of my car. Get out. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty hardcore. Uh, I, yeah. I'm I'm impressed you even did that. But yeah, I was I was just on the couch and played Diablo four or, or three. I wish I had four. Nice, nice. Uh, for hours and hours and hours, and it was the only way I could whittle away the time. And then when I was fine, it was like, oh, I'm fine. If Brian's fine, we're good. And then Brian was like, as bad as that, or as bad as yeah. I was. And so we're just like, yeah, you know what? PM ain't happening this week. Just not happening. Yeah. Scott's Friday was my Saturday, although I think you still had it twenty times worse than than my Friday, oh, like I don't or my Saturday. I think so I bad. could. I was still functioning. I was able to go out and do stuff, but it was really bad. Like I, I again, real shingles far worse. Like yes, I, I, right. it's, it's I'd much rather deal with a day long of my body feeling like it's being attacked, but not really. And see, um, man. you gotta feel good that you've gotten that over with. I now still have shingles vax to look forward to right it's like when are you doing have you scheduled it or anything no not after your your description it's apparently like on the rise hardcore um it's tied to stress it's like a it's a it's an age and stress thing and i've tied not every there are plenty of younger people get it but everybody i've talked to like Oh, that was the worst week of my entire life. Great. Or that was the so, worst month of my entire well, life. Well, that's it's causing its own stress. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? It's mm-hmm. like the snake eating its own tail. Mm-hmm. Now I've got the stress of the shingle shot, which apparently is triggered by stress. Yes. Yeah, yeah basically. And it's essentially, yeah. oh, there's this other thing where he tried to explain it to me. But he's like, if you had chicken pox as a kid, yeah. but not the chicken pox vaccine, you should get this. If you had the oh. vaccine and never had chicken pox then you shouldn't get this. But I think you and I are the same. We didn't have the vaccine as kids, and we both had some form of chicken pox at one point or another, right? Do I have yeah, that right? I, definitely, I definitely had chicken pox, um, which I guess means I didn't get the vaccine, right? If I, I think so. If I would have gotten the vaccine, I would yeah. have chicken pox. Plus, I don't think they had it when we were the age that you would normally get. I don't think it existed yet. I, I could know. be I could be hmm. wrong about that. Should have asked my mom. We had her over for dinner last night. I should have said, hey, after I had chicken pox, did I get like a any follow-up vaccines for it i mean you wouldn't you don't think you would get that like because you say oh, okay you only get chicken pox once so yeah i think that's the yeah. deal with that one but anyway this yeah. this guy was like you know all telling me those stories and i'm like well i know i had it and i know i didn't have the vaccine because we looked and anyway 
it's like yeah, chicken pox on the I'll inside. Shot. Don't worry, people. It's like the chicken pox on the inside of your body is how it feels, they say. Right, so it's like right. having, um, I don't know, like pull your skin out and then on the inside put a bunch of lesions and growths and shit and then just have that happen. And it happens a lot in people's faces. It's like kind of like meningitis a little bit in terms of the pain. And everybody I've talked to says the worst pain they've ever had. So what I'm saying is that was I was okay, you know, living with that for a day rather than some nightmare months long shit yeah. show. All right. Yeah, exactly. I'll get the I'll get the vaccine. Uh, I'll wait until uh, I don't know till there's like a couple days of life that I can just throw away and. and Park. Let me know when there's a, a nice new bingeable TV series that drops all of its episodes on uh, day one, and that's the the day after I get the shingle shot. That is the <laughs> that is the that is the uh, the trick. I think there's also yeah. supposed to be a follow up in months from yeah. now, but I I, yeah. I have to talk to my guy. Yep, know. that's what somebody in the chat was saying too. Yeah, because somebody was originally saying, "Oh, it's like a one week later." I'm like, "No, I don't think so." And the the guy at the place says, "Oh, no, no, no." You're, you don't need it a week later. I'm like, well, you're telling me to do it in the same arm, same day. What do you know? Uh, Brian, how was Thor? Uh, yeah, so saw Thor uh, Thursday night. Had a, uh, let's just get this out of the way right now. Had a great theater experience. You know, when you go opening night, you feel like you get the people who are there to see the movie and experience it the same way you want to experience it. Sure. Right? You don't get the people who are like, well, what do you want to do today? I don't know, but I definitely want to do a lot of talking. I know. Let's go see a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds uh, about right. Yeah. So uh, good, uh, um, uh, good, good movie experience. The movie itself, um, not as fun as Thor Ragnarok. If you have not seen Thor Ragnarok in a while, I would recommend watching it because there are some direct references to that and stuff that happens in uh, Thor Ragnarok so uh, you definitely want to check that out um, I'd I'd say that the Rotten Tomatoes what was it like a 69% Rotten Tomatoes mm-hmm. yeah. uh, score um, is a little on the low side but not too low like I'd still say maybe 75% for me with uh, Ragnarok being one of my favorite Marvel movies at, at 95% yeah and that's a and, and, yeah, the site basically agrees with you. It's uh, it looks like it's got a higher audience score, but it almost always does for this stuff. Um, yeah, for sure. Is uh, uh, is so? Tell me about um, oh, better, way better than Free Rangers is better or worse than Thor two? Better than Thor two by far. Thor two, uh, there's some moments that you should like. And Scott, I know you're one of them. Hmm. That if you haven't seen Thor two, you should see it because there are some some important things that happen in that film leading into. Thor three and and four, which I know you've seen three. I know so four, so four has some reference to two. Four does have some reference to two, yeah. Mm. And there's even speculation that things that happen in four are because of two, but that's oh, but who weird. knows if we'll even ever get reference to that. Okay. Um, is um, uh, is Heimdall in it? If he's not in it, no no sale. Forget it. Is he in there? Well, Heimdall died in uh, Infinity War. Then forget uh, so it. So I don't know. Then I'm out. I don't know how they could possibly have Heimdall. In well, this you know one. how these ga- these Marvel shows or things go. They can they can make anybody <laughs> alive again. Uh, uh, I'm not saying anything because uh, potential spoilers. So no. Damn uh, it! All right. Uh, I'll spoil. Uh, I'll spoil. Um, 
uh, I'll spoil Infinity War, but I won't spoil this. My first thought when I saw the cast or when I saw the movie and saw the full cast for the first time was this is the this is the first reuniting of Christian Bale and Russell Russell Crowe since 310 to Yuma. Think of that. Oh, no kidding. Look yeah. at that. They were they were yeah. uh, opposite each other there. I, I assume they're not here because I don't know if Zeus and Gore have a run in or not, but you won't tell me because that's a spoiler. I won't say that either. Yeah. Um, I will say that uh, Christian Bale was excellent casting for Gore the God Butcher. Yeah. Uh, he's great in every scene that he's in. Uh, yeah, I'll say the same thing about Russell Crowe. Tina actually didn't even realize it was Russell Crowe until the credits were rolling at the end. And she's like, wait a minute, that w- the- Zeus was Russell Crowe? Yeah. Like, yeah, she's like, wow. He's kind of a tub of he's, he's a He's a bit of a tub of goo now, that guy. He is, he is. Yeah. But you know what? He's a jolly tub of goo. Like, he... Oh, I he love him. Looked, used to look like a, a jerky bastard, and now he just looks like a like a big... Fun tub of goo. <laughs> yeah, big fun tub of goo. Exactly right. He's also yeah. has he has the one unique position, I think, maybe in Hollywood. I could be wrong about this. So if anyone knows anyone different, let me know. But I think he's the only one that's in all three. I have to say it three with a wink because I'll get to that in a second. He's in all three major cinematic universes. Now MCU, DCU, because he's uh, Clark's dad. He's the dad. Yeah. Jor-El. Or no. What is it? No, it was... Uh... No, it's not Jor. Oh, yeah, it was Jor-El. Jor-El? Call El's dad. Yes, yeah, yeah, Jor-El. Yeah, yes. And then uh, he was in the failed Universal Monsters and uh, cinematic universe <laughs> as uh, right, Doctor yes. whatever, Doctor something, whatever it was. Will he make it into the Mattelaverse? Is that the one? Is that the one that they're saying is like uh, G.I. Joe, Micronauts, Rom, the Space Knight, Transformers? No, that's a whole. That's that's two that's different. Hasbro, things. right? Hasbro. The first three, right? Hasbro universe, the Hasbro cinematic universe. But yeah. I think Transformers are not part of that same universe. I say get him in there. But right now, I think he's if you're t- if you've got things that are labeled cinematic universes and and genre film, he's the yeah. he's now your he's, guy. Yeah. Your business, his business card is right at the top of the stack. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I want to see it. Obviously. Uh, Probably wait because I don't care about theaters. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, Windmega says, uh, right, question. Mid credits, after credit scenes. Come on, it's a Marvel movie, of course, and they're worth it. Uh, yeah, are they uh, ever going to do great. a movie that doesn't have those? The answer is no. No, they really haven't. They I mean, can't. They've established mid-credits, the norm. So. Right. They've started, like, uh, and, and by the way, started, I mean, I think it started with um, Captain America 3. They, they started doing the mid credit scenes. And so there's always going to be mid and end yeah. scenes going forward. They've been doing end since Tony Stark, and then mid since uh, Captain America. Yeah, why they've established a new norm, and you change that, and everyone will be pissed, even though it's not really that big a deal. But they'll they'd be mad. Fans would be it's, mad. Uh, it just dawned on me that Thor is the first um, of the MCU films, the MCU franchises, to get a fourth film because. Uh, Iron Man did three. Captain America only did three. Wait a minute. Um, Captain America won. First Avenger, Winter Soldier, Civil War. Why does that seem wrong? Where am I? You said Civil War. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, what about... um... Wait a minute. Am I missing one? Where's the other Captain America? There's one more Captain America. Yeah, Spider-Man got a fourth, but is it is it technically and Avengers? Okay, technically, yeah. Yeah, but I don't count. You can't count that. I'm talking the individuals and and Spider-Man. 
I mean, Spider-Man has only had the three homecoming far from home and no way home. Right. Yeah. If you're, if you're only counting the, the, yeah, the Holland run. Yeah. Yeah. So they just had the three. I think you're right. And until, uh, the, the new, uh, I guess the new Avengers, we're not new Avengers, new, um, new captain America with, uh, Falcon. That'll be four. Got announced. Got a director just got announced for that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. Well, no clear. We know there's nine Spider-Men, but we're not going all the way back. (laughs) There's more than nine. There's like old shit too. If you're going to count yeah, everything, right. you got to go way back. But uh, yeah, yeah, interesting. Well done, Thor. Let me say this. The first of the individual Marvel character franchises, <laughs> as far as not a team, uh, that's solely Disney Plus and not Sony involved uh, to get a fourth movie. Is that enough clarification? Yeah, that's fine. To, to... Yeah, it's totally okay. fine. All right. I think it still works as... Uh, because MCU, if you're saying MCU, yeah. then it, then it works without that qualifier. Because technically Holland's in the MCU, but the but the the previous stuff was not. Right. I right. mean, it's being kind of wedged in now, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> it is. Yes. Anyway, MCMU, yeah. Marvel Cinematic Multiverse. So I made uh, and all of this comes down to this. I made a Fred and Can today that is all about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So when that goes oh, up later nice. today, uh, enjoy everybody. Nice. All right. Can't wait to see that. So anyway, uh, recommend. I do recommend Thor four or Thor with a, with a U four Thor. Oh geez, I hate that. Yeah. I hate that so much. Yeah, yeah don't don't. Uh, that'll be the last time I ever. That's the first <laughs> and last time you're ever going to see me do that. Never going to happen uh, again. Yeah. But uh, I do recommend it. But um, you know, it's it's good. It's all right. Yeah. It's a. Would you say like? Okay, I know how much you love Guardians one. Yes. Guardians two. Is kind Guardians of the same. Still in my top ten yeah. favorite movies, but but yeah. I mean, is it the same relative di- difference between? Oh, oh, the that's movies? a really good question. Um, no, because I think one Guardians one and two are are neck and neck as far as how much I love both of them. Guardians two opens with that amazing Mister Blue Sky intro that is one one of my favorite thing. I think I think my favorite thing ever done in a marvel movie in an mcu film really wow yes all right yeah my favorite scene for me it was captain america kicking ass in an elevator Woo! Oh, he can do that all day yeah he could do it all day all right speaking of people who can do things all day brian dunaway can do things all day hi brian oh hi scott and brian i can indeed yeah i can talk like this yep. all day you're an all day kind of guy I, i've seen you do it i've seen you pull it off i don't know yeah. if it's the cocaine or if it's the the meth i don't know what it is but yeah, uh, it's mostly the it's most of the cocaine okay yeah <laughs> yeah do you have a do you have a regular source do you have somebody you've been working with for years do you have to like uh, mail order for your cocaine how do you how do you get your cocaine these days i can't share that with you on the show oh, Scott, but oh thanks wow. for okay. asking all right all right you know what well, look i understand Jeez, look keep Keep I'm things not personal. Dox my guy, you're gonna dox your dealer. You don't want to do that. Oh, it's a shame. <laughs> Bad idea. Uh, all right. Well, Dunaway's here because we're gonna play a game. It's called the Morning Half Asses. Brian Ibbett here is gonna explain what it is and what lucky listeners might win. Yeah. Welcome to the Morning Half Asses. It's a trivia game where I'm gonna actually 
give Scott and Brian all the answers oh. that they need. I'm giving them to you. Uh, I'm going to give you a, a category and six possible answers. Three of those answers are correct. Three of them are incorrect. And depending on how confident you feel with the category, you can provide one, two, or three guesses. Now, if you get any of those guesses wrong, you get zero points for that round. Oh. But if you guess one and get it right, you get a point. Guess two and get them right, you get three points. And if you guess all three correct answers and you get them right, then you get five points. The player with the most points after three rounds wins the prize for their contestant. Speaking of contestants, we need them, and uh, we'll pull them from members of the Tadpool that aren't able to listen live. So, Scott, you're playing for John Hikes from Anaheim, California, the nice. happiest place on earth. Yeah, sounds good to me. Hikes! Uh, Brian, you're playing for Per Erikson from Ooh. Sweden, the snowy northern part. Uh, so uh, so glad we don't have to ship anything to uh, to Per no. So Is it Per like, well, I guess I could look. How's it spelled here? Uh, P-E-R. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. How'd you hear the rumor? Well, it was per Erickson that I heard the uh, information. <laughs> anyway, right. cool. I get $5 per Erickson yep. that we uh, pull into a trivia game. It's a good uh, All right. Let's go ahead and get things started. I see both of you are in the, uh, the game board here. And uh, give you question number one. Uh, buildings that are older than the U.S. So buildings that are older than the formation of the United States. Uh, your choices are the Alamo. Remember that one? Uh, yeah. Mount Vernon, uh, Faneuil Hall, University Hall in Harvard, Fort McHenry, and Ford's Theater. Let's pull them up here so you can take a look. There we go. It's like these are the, you are going to have uh, words on your words, uh, <laughs> right? Um, ooh, interesting. Mm. Buildings These are all older United than the United States buildings. These are tricky. That are older than the U.S. It's tricky to rock a rhyme to rock a rhyme to pick a thing before the U.S. It's tricky. It's tricky. Older than the U.S. That means older than the original founding, not necessarily Western expansion or all that. probably say the year that the United States was... I've locked in answers. All right, I'm going to go with... Because I'm a half-ass. I'm doing two of these. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, here's the fun thing. You've both locked in with the same two answers. The oh, Alamo and win Fort, or Mc lose. Fort McHenry. Uh, of course, 1776 is the uh, is the year that we're saying if it's older than that. The Alamo was formed or was, was built in 1744, so well before... 1776. Fort McHenry uh, was built in 1798. Oh, oh. Damn it. We both got that one wrong. Oh, um, we did Mount do Vernon, it. 1758, and uh, Faneuil Hall, 1740, the oldest one. Um, on Who does he think he is building a hall? No kidding. Faneuil right? Hall. Is that still here? Is that, I mean, is that still a thing I can visit? It is. is it? And okay. uh, I'm, I'm going to say I'm pretty sure Boston is where you're going to want to go to see that. Isn't that? I hope that's, that's correct. correct. I don't know. Greg, are you in there uh, telling us? Yes. Tell yes. us, Greg. Uh, Rusty Nails confirms. Yes, in Boston. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, all right. Well, let's get to get out of the uh, When I get out hanging out with uh, Ted Danson, I'll head that way. Yeah. Get that done. There you go. Please yep. do. Yeah. Please do. All right. Let's get to uh, question number two. Uh, the original Care Bears. Ooh. So uh, three of these are the original Care Bears. Three of them are Lies. Uh, Carolot Bear, Friend Bear, Clyde, 
Oopsie Bear, Level Lot Bear, and Funshine Bear. Ooh. Three of these are real. Three of them are made up. Interesting. Three of these bears are full of bull crap. <laughs> one time uh, when I was a kid, my sister got a um, she she got one of those uh, uh, Care Bear cakes, and Ew. it was it was pretty good. What just a sheet the, cake? Just, right? Yeah, it was a sheet cake. It was sheet cake. You know, when you get a sheet cake, you're thinking, oh, look, all the all the cool stuff on top of it. That's all got to be edible, right? Mm. Nope. No. I ate a big old fat wax bear. Ooh, oh, fat, no, don't eat really? a, Yeah, don't eat a wax bear. That's horrible. I did not care a lot for it. Yeah, that'll clog your, your wax retail. bear. Not, not on our list today, wax bear. Uh, right. You guys have both locked in. Uh, you guys both picked Carolot Bear. Uh, you also, uh, Brian, picked Friend Bear and Lovealot Bear. And Scott, you picked Funshine Bear. That's Those right. three are correct. Oh. Oh. Look oh. at that. But Carolot Bear is not. So Friend Bear, oh, Lovealot Bear, and Funshine Bear uh, are Care Bears. Score till, a score still locked in at 0-0. Zero, zero. Any so, points. Care, love a lot uh, bear sounds like something's going to come in a discreet brown package in the mail. <laughs> By the way, Oopsie Bear is a Care Bear, but wasn't introduced Later. until 2006. Oh. Yeah, that's one of the ones you could write on, right? Oh, really? And, uh, Wait, what, what did I, Oopsie Bear do? Why was it Oopsie? Did it fall over a lot? Clumsy or something? No, because you wrote on it. Whoops! I better erase that. Oh, you wash oh really? Or something like Is it that? Try erase bear? Basically, try erase so. bear. I think so. If I remember correctly. <laughs> I like it. Dry it erase bear would have been a. I would have bought that. That's incredible. All right, that's uh, fine. All right, I hear the uh, Supreme Court is trying to overturn Oopsie Bear. Let's get to question number three. <laughs> Sweet characters in Mary Poppins. Uh, three of these are actual characters from the film <laughs> Mary Poppins. Uh, is it Roger Radcliffe, Mrs. or Mr. Dawes Senior, Admiral Boom, Sergeant Tibbs, Bert, Admiral or Boom, Bertita? Perdita. The frick is that? Um, These all feel right. The original Mary Poppins the shared a lot Mary of Poppins. stuff with the new one, but it's the probably not. Mary Poppins. Well, I know. Mm, um, mm, yes, I know one at least. <laughs> Did That's it? a no-brainer. One of these sounds like a wrestler to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think we can guess which one that is, yeah, too. It just looks like one. All right, I'm locked in. All right. Scott's locked, locked in. in. I'm locked in. I'm Brian's locked in. Locked I know in. two. I'm kind of on the fence about a third. All right. I'm going to tell you right now that uh, the two of you have each picked different ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. One of you has picked correctly. Your oh. two. Your two are uh, are uh, uh, actual Mary Poppins characters. Uh, all right. Let's reveal your answers. Mr. Dawes and Admiral Boom yes. are indeed Mary Poppins characters. Good job, Brian. Sergeant Roger Tibbs is like from 101 Dalmatians, right? As as are Sergeant Tibbs and Perdita. Oh, yes, Those right. are all three of them. All three of them Sergeant are from Tibbs 101 Dalmatians. Dalmatians. So yeah. I thought Sergeant Tibbs was the guy that shot the cannon. It's probably Admiral Boom. No, it's Admiral, it's Boom. Admiral Boom. They're a little okay. on the nose. Yeah. Played, yeah. By, uh, played by Dick Van Dyke. And then you've got Bert, yep. who is played by Dick Bert. Van Dyke. And yeah. then you've got Mr. Dawes Sr., who was not played by Dick Van Dyke. Dick yeah. Van Dyke. Yeah, he was played by uh, his brother Jerry Van Dyke. And uh, I right, take that back. 
Mr. Dawes Sr. was played by Dick Van Dyke. Admiral Boom was not played by Dick Van Dyke. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I'll just have to so, believe you. Dawes Sr. Uh, and Burt were Dick. Well, that means you win, Brian. B-Boy <laughs> B- yes. D wins. Wow, look at you with the win. Congratulations, Brian. That means that, Pear Erickson, you're going to be getting a copy of Out of Space and We Need to Go Deeper. Kind of sounds like two... <laughs> like, yeah. Like a game and its sequel. <laughs> yeah, like a game and some DLC. I'm out of space. I need to go deeper. Yeah. Uh, but don't worry, uh, John Hikes from Anaheim, you're getting a copy of Carto. C A R T O. Oh, Carto's Carto. great. That's the little cute uh, cartograph game we played uh, last year on. Uh, oh, I remember yeah, that. Like, yeah, it was that was the yeah. one name that was a little bit familiar, but I couldn't put, place it. I've not heard of. We need to go deeper. I have played Out of Space. Also very good. But one, as also usual, good. these are all good games. You guys are oh. truly winners and there's how we know congratulations you're a winner that's right you've won uh brian uh you'll send them to them because you have their email addresses (laughs) yeah probably doing that now to do the thing that's right uh dunaway here's the deal with you so over the weekend we did uh we did film sack and watched empire state which is uh, like a little weird compared to what we all expected i think uh, Very, but we had a great mm-hmm. show around it, which is really all that matters. So uh, go check that one out, filmsack.com for details. If you don't already have a sub to that podcast, and then of course tomorrow you and I will be doing play retro, where we talk about the grand history that is Capcom's titular character Mega Man. Mega Man. Mega Man. That's right. We're doing the NES Mega Mans one through six, and talking about the SNES Mega Man, mm-hmm. uh, that Mega Man X, and we'll touch a little bit into the PlayStation One, uh, and that's Wily Wars. It's on the Sega Genesis. But don't be disappointed if we don't get to all the Mega Man. There's he's like there's in so over much. a hundred oh freaking games. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of so Mega we, Man. We're only gonna hit the the, the early stuff, and the eights, uh, and a little bit into the sixteen bits. Yeah. And we may talk about this guy. That's a good question. He may come up. That's a good question. That's a, yeah. That's a good question. Yeah, Mega Man. Away dog boom. Anyway, uh, that'll be tomorrow, 3.30 Mountain Time for the live show. Of course, the podcast after that. Brian, anyway, you have anything else to say for yourself? Yeah, you, you would know Mega Man better as Rock Man. Oh, right? yeah, he's Rock Man in Japan. Right. That's Rock right. Man. Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors, man. Yeah, kiss mm-hmm. our butts. All right. Not to be confused with Jump Man. No, Jump Man and Rock Man do not exist in the same space. Well, they are on the same consoles, I guess, but that's yeah, <laughs> that space. But you have to, you have to pull one out of that space to put the other one in. That's right. If I know anything about space, it's that. All right. Uh, what time is it? Oh, it's perfect time for some news. Let's get some news done. Here you go. It's time for the news. Brought to you by. Yeah, brought to you by Amanda, who goes by Amanda Catherine X in the chat, uh, is participating in the walk to end Alzheimer's in Irvine, California, and would love any donation you could throw her way. This will be the last Alzheimer's walk that she participates in in California, as she and her boyfriend are moving to Tennessee. Uh, Amanda walks for Grandma Jane, who will be 92 years young in October and has suffered from Alzheimer's for almost 10 years. She also walks for her parents, Grandma Jane's full-time unpaid caregivers, and all the families who deal with this debilitating disease on a daily basis. Donate any amount by the end of July and you'll receive a piano request. Amanda will contact you with the details, but essentially she'll learn and post a video of a piano song of your choosing. That is so cool. Donate. Write this down. Donate at act.alz.org slash go to, all lowercase, G-O-T-O, slash Grandma Jane with the G and the J capitalized. That's act.alz.org slash 
go to slash grandma Jane and follow her on Instagram at Amanda Catherine X for her progress. Uh, thank you so much, Amanda. And thank you for doing uh, all that for such a great charity. Yeah, it's very cool. I like the, I like the end Alzheimer's stuff as much as I like the uh, MS stuff. Yeah. Let's end it all. I say let's get yeah. rid of it. Let's have yeah, those. Let's, you know what? let's get rid of all of it. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm good with all that. Yeah. Let's, let's get, let's eradicate disease. How about that? <laughs> uh, this is some big money. Let's talk about big money. Diablo sure. Immortal, the mobile version of the Diablo franchise that finally came out not long ago to a lot of consternation and anger about their uh, way they make money and whatnot. Downloaded it and have not launched it. Ah. <laughs> well, you may Gosh, not. I wonder why. Yeah, you may not want to. I don't know. But they're making more than a million dollars a day despite that criticism. Wow. Yeah, already. A million bucks plus a day. And this was like last week when they counted it, so I think it's probably more now. But anyway, according to the data, the mobile entry in the Diablo franchise, which released last month, has sustained a steady stream of revenue despite ongoing criticism from fans of the series. Revenue from the title peaked just over a week after launch with Blizzard earning $2.4 million. However, now over a month after release uh, and with negative public sentiment still surrounding the game, Immortal is pulling in more than a million dollars per day. That's a lot. It's a lot of effing money for a mobile we to, uh, game. We need to do our mobile game, Scott. Our our comic book uh, diner dash game. We need to do it, Scott. Finally, okay, now finally, is the time. now's the time. Who's who's programming? Call us, poke focus. <laughs> Who can do all that? I'll make Carter do the artwork. That way, Brian and go. I can just sit from chairs I'll, and point. I'll record a uh, character noises. <laughs> Angry customer sounds and all that. Oh man. Exactly. Uh, what are you paying me for this? <laughs> You'll well, make Carter, what we make. Yeah, you yeah. make what we make, which is right now nothing. But look, if we start pulling in a million a day, yeah, pay you, we can pay you a lot. Yeah. All right. Uh, Taika Waititi is one of my favorite. Oh, I like things. that guy. Yeah, he's great. You just saw a movie he made. I did, uh, and uh, was in too. Yeah, he's all he gorg gorg gorg. I always say gorg for some reason. Anyway, he asked. So Natalie Portman's also in the Thor movie, right? This is an amazing. Oh, she story. was. She was. She did make a brief cameo in this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. little little tiny one. That's all we'll say about that. <laughs> I mean, whatever. The trailer gives it away. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We all know what she what she's who she's playing in this thing. Yeah. Anyway, he asked Natalie Portman. Uh, I love the story. So basically, they're on the set. I just want to do it justice. <laughs> they're on the set and she's goes so you work and i there's word you're you got a star wars project in the wings and he goes oh yeah i'm finally making progress on that and it's been one of my favorite things to work on and i loved working on mandalorian and blah 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 and all this stuff and he asked her you ever you ever want to you think you'll ever end up in a uh, in the star wars <laughs> universe end up in a star wars film and she had to remind him um yeah dude i'm in three i'm in three of them <laughs> he just he just freaking forgot yeah, <laughs> that she was in those prequels. I mean, I, look, you know, <laughs> I think I think if I were, <laughs> I might want to forget I was in those as well. Uh, yeah, I love that story though. And he, you know, he of course was all self-effacing and you know, kind of cracked him up or whatever. But uh, he goes, the exact quote was this: Natalie said to me, "What do you do next?" He explained, uh, and I was trying to work with some Star Wars thing. Have you ever wanted to be in a Star Wars movie? She said, "I've been in Star Wars movies." I forgot about those ones, and then he laughed. <laughs> I like that like, though. Not just like a brief cameo. She was one of your like three top build 
uh, people in in those three movies. Yeah, it's like asking Mark Hamill if he thinks he'll ever end up right. in a. I mean, I, you know, sure, we can hate the prequels all we want, but she's in three prequels as a major character. Hey, Taika Waititi, ever think about doing like a vampire film? <laughs> <laughs> you ever have a? You want to have a guy in the basement named Peter who lives in a coffin, sleep standing up? <laughs> Freaking love that movie so much! Um, yeah. Oh, that new series—that new season's coming on the twelfth. So Carter, we got we got a backlog. We got to finish season three. Uh, she's in the chat. Oh yeah, you do. Yeah, you got to finish that. I mean, you know, we got to get that done because if, if the twelfth comes and we're not ready for new episodes of what we do in the shadows, what are we even doing with our lives? You know what's uh, coming back tonight for the final batch of of episodes? What? Better oh, call Saul. Better call Saul. See, I'm I'm perfectly primed for that because I uh, a am caught up to the season, but not the first half because I hate that wait in between crap. Oh, I know. What is that? That this new garbage of like, all right, new season coming up, but just half of it. Yeah, half like, seasons oh, are stupid. It's a construct of the devil. I hate it. it but is. and it initially started happening because of uh, the writers' strike, right? At least that was the first time. It happened when, you know, when we were around. Like the uh, yeah. Breaking Bad was bro- was uh, split into two half seasons. I think yeah. Lost was as well. Yeah, we had a weird that, Lost thing. Sure. Exactly. There was some other thing like this. Maybe it was Battlestar Galactica, but again, that may have been during the strike. It might have been during the strike, and uh, yeah, it, this 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 split final season uh, can just suck up, you know. Yeah. Or split any season. Stranger Things. Yeah, and they did the same thing with um, uh, Lord, or uh, s- s- at least some of the um, Game of Thrones. So, I, right, and, yeah. and, my, and I'm not like, look, if it's a way for you to deal with production issues, I get it. But it feels like they're being carroty on a sticky, you know? Yeah, right. It's like, doing, you know, it's like, oh, people have finally subscribed to AMC Plus, but they've stopped subscribing when the show that they've been watching ends. How do we get them to stay? I know. Well, will uh, split the season of the show they're watching the most just longer than a month or co- a couple months because they won't worry about They won't think it's worth it to spend the time to cancel in time for the next one. Yeah, it annoys me. I think they should change it because you and I don't like it. That's what I We think. don't like it, and that's reason enough. Yeah. Uh, yep. Check check this story out. So this is <laughs> this is interesting. I actually had this question, and I wish I would have said something about it because this, this story is going around like wildfire. A pregnant Texas woman driving in an HOV lane told police her unborn child counted as a passenger so they can't give her a fine. (laughs) Uh, I mean, think about it. If you look, if your entire state government is going to make the claim that uh, that the child is a human being from birth. I like this a lot now. Or if they're sorry, if they're a human being from conception and that fetus is always a separate entity. Well, then you got to count it for your freaking traffic laws. Sorry. Them's the brakes. I think you could drive home from a one night one night stand and say I could be pregnant. <laughs> you never know. I'm going in the HOV lane, baby. Prove it, prove it. You can't. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Uh, an unborn fetus, uh, a human being, in the eyes of Texas traffic laws. Well, pregnant Dallas area woman argued uh, as much to police officers as they recently cited her for driving alone in the HOV lane, according to a story published Friday afternoon by the Dallas Morning News. Did you go there? Is that one you did? I did. Oh, I spent a week at the Dallas Morning News. Whoa, That's how come nice, so long? Um, they had so many clients that had to be trained and, and installed. So I went there with uh, Clifford Fuel, a uh, trainer extraordinaire that's now living in Wyoming. Really good guy. I talked to him over the weekend. Wow. And uh, 
uh, he did the ins- he did the training sessions while I um, while I did all the installations. And and at night, uh, I'd go over and I'd check out uh, Dealey Plaza, or I'd go <laughs> like I I had so much fun that week. It was great. Mm. A lot of I- great, a lot of great uh, barbecue that week too. Um, the sorry, what'd you say his name was? That guy, Cliff Fuel. So Cliff Fuel sounds like dog food, doesn't it? <laughs> why do I think what do that? You mean? I don't why know. Do you think- oh, I'm thinking of Clifford the Big Red Dog. That's why. That's why. Oh, okay. Oh, fuel for yeah, fuel yeah, yeah, for yeah, Clifford. Because yeah. <laughs> as soon as you said all, I think think it was dog food, and I and it's I wasn't funny. sure why, and now I get it. Okay. No, he spells it very different. He doesn't spell it F U E L, as in uh, like uh, like fuel for your car. And he doesn't go by Clifford, I assume. He just goes. Uh, by he Cliff. he does formally. No. Yeah, I mean his okay. his name is Clifford Fuel, but he he goes by Cliff. Clifford yeah. Fuel. One of the nicest guys you'll ever meet, by the way. Oh, that's nice. Yes, I like Wyoming. This the the yeah, uh, the he's, country. and he's on a. I could send you a photo, man. He is on a. Uh, um like a ton of space and acreage and yeah. um here i'm putting i'm I'm giving you a photo right now in your text get some longmire shit going on here man that's cliff and his uh, wife molly let's see here get a load of that photo oh yeah look at that oh that's beautiful see yeah i want to yeah. mm, i could live there yep look at this you guys yeah you can share beautiful oh yeah i should have asked i guess um, look at that, though. Beautiful. Oh, Gorgeous. Man. Yeah. I want that mountain right behind me. That's what I want. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have mountains, but they're not right there like that. Yep. Well, that's uh, awesome. Togwati Pass in Wyoming. Wind River, Lake. Wind River Lake and Togwati Pass, Wyoming. That's cool. You guys uh, keep in touch. Oh, and he's wearing your shirt. Look at that. He's wearing my shirt. And that photo was taken by the real Chris Brown. What? Yeah. Chris Brown. Brown. Not the rapper, the other one, right? The real I said the real Chris Brown. Oh, okay. Well, not he might the, not the rapper Chris Brown, but the real Chris Brown. The rapper Chris Brown might argue that he is the real Chris Brown because he's I'd like to see him prove it. Kind of a dick. Because because uh, uh, Chris Brown, my friend, actually has the Twitter handle the real Chris Brown. <laughs> really? What does Chris Brown have? Just Chris Brown? Just Chris Brown, probably the wrong Chris Brown. Hmm. Right? Exactly. Anyway. Uh, so here's what happened here. This is a Plano resident. She was on U.S. Highway 75 en route to pick up her son when she found herself at a checkpoint facing a citation for using the single high or sorry the high occupancy vehicle lane while in her car. Hence, HOV. Everybody. Uh, I was uh, picking up my son and I knew I, I couldn't be a minute late, so I took the HOV lane. Uh, as I exited the HOV, there's a checkpoint at the end of the exit. I slammed my brakes and was pulled over by police. Uh, I told, let's see, <laughs> she said officers asked her if there was any more occupants inside her vehicle. Pregnant with a daughter, uh, Betone told the officers her unborn child was inside the car with her. I pointed to my stomach and said, oh yeah, my baby girl's right here. She is a person, she says. However, the, do- the officers were not buying it. Uh, he said, oh no, it's got to be two people outside of the body. Oh, I see. We're very specific now about when that counts. Hmm. <laughs> right. It's got to be two people outside of the body? Wait hmm. a minute. Uh, hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, in a related story. Yes. Oh, gosh. All right. A hot dog eatery offers free drinks with proof of vasectomy. Brian, you're in. You're all in. Oh, cool. 
just have to show my scar? Is that the deal? That's it. Uh, it's okay. called the, right. it's the Snip for Shake promotion. Uh, is what this is called. It's a Nashville eatery. They're offering a creative deal to support male birth control. Free milkshakes for customers who show proof that they have had the the procedure. All right. Nice. Okay. That they have right. smelled of the burning the burning numb flesh. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, ugh, the cauterization. The scent of your own privates being burned shut. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. Uh, we they said we thought this would be a fun and unique way to get the word out about vasectomies for men. Says uh, Sean Big Daddy Porter. Uh, he owns Daddy's Dogs, a dog hot dog restaurant in Nashville. That sounds great. I would eat that right now. Actually, does yeah. I'm sure um, they put tons of stuff on those dogs. That's right. He says uh, it's a way to put the ball in the guy's court and will hopefully huh? help break the stigma that comes along with men's health. He says. After the fall of Roe v. Wade, abortion is expected to be outlawed in half the U.S. states. Tennessee is one of the 13 states with trigger laws banning all or most abortions after the Supreme Court ruling. A six-week abortion ban in the state took effect on June 28th, outlawing the procedure before many people even knew they were pregnant. Uh, Tennessee ranks 41st in the country for women and children's health, uh, dodged by high rates of maternal and infant mortality, according to blah, 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 blah. So anyway, he thought this would be a good thing. Uh, t- toward that. And by the way, Google Trends right now shows a spike in searches for the term vasectomy. So I don't know if that means people are trying to understand what it is or they're trying to get one. I don't know. Oh, or they're trying to uh, give involuntary ones to uh, members of Congress that are uh, <laughs> members of the Supreme Court that voted to overturn, maybe. Yeah, that's what you should do. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. Clarence Thomas, come get your snippy, snippy snips. Anyway. I'll that's do just, a pair of garden shears if you'd like. Yeah, it's no problem. That's as no political as we get today, everybody. That's, that's as, it. That's as far as we that's go. That's as far as we take it. All right, moving on. <clears throat> We're going to take a break. When we come back, <clears throat> everybody's favorite comic nerd, Major Spoilers' own Stephen Schleicher will be here. Got a lot to talk about with him, so stick around for that. But we need uh, music. So, Brian, music. Yeah, we're we're rocking out this week. Uh, the four songs that we're going to be playing on, as far as ending in the middle of this week, I think people are really going to enjoy if they're like, hey, Brian doesn't play enough rock and roll. Because <laughs> that's what that's what somebody who would complain about me not playing enough rock and roll would sound like to 100%, me. 100%. Just like that, yeah. that voice right there. Yeah. Uh, big thanks to Edge Out Records for this one. This is a brand new uh, single from a band called The Revelries. Uh, their debut full-length album is due out this year produced by Matt Wallace who uh, uh, produced uh, movies produced albums for The Replacements and Faith No More so there's some great pedigree right there Uh, here's the song Sleep Talk by the band uh, The Revelries Tell me where 
My dairy-based frozen confection creates a focal point to which the young males of the species are drawn. You are correct. It is far superior to yours. I could attempt to educate you on the finer points of this subject, but it would require monetary recompense on your part. My name is John Johnson, but everyone here calls me Vicky. The Morning Stream. I got a middle finger. We have returned. Who was that song, please? That song is a band called The Revelries from Louisiana and a uh, song called Sleep Talk. Nice. And by the way, that clip you just played, Phil Hartman from So I Married an Ex-Murder. My name is John Johnson, but everyone here calls me Vicky. That's the one. Uh, Cliff Fuel used to do that. Speaking of Cliff Fuel earlier in the show, he used to do that whole whole bit, the whole uh, Phil Hartman bit. uh, That's great. Uh, from that film, yeah. Well, it's a, a good movie. We should all watch it, it a again. Good movie. Yeah. Might be my favorite Mike Myers movie. You hard-hearted harbinger of haggis. I think it might be my favorite. I don't know. It's almost it like it's... It's like, <laughs> it's like two movies, um, that movie. It is. And yeah. so I like one of the movies a lot that it is, but the other movie that it is, I'm not sure I like as much as I like the other movie that it is, if that makes any and, sense. And uh, Ex-Murder Woman, I had such a crush on her. Uh, Nancy Travis, is that right? I don't know. What sounds like a name I would know. Or... <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a I name. that's right. Nancy Travis? Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to remember, or am I like combining two country singer names or something? Oh, Randy Travis, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. love you forever. I like that song, by the way. I could listen to it now. Yeah. I won't, but I could. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Anybody. Uh, anybody. Anyway. Hello. We're here. Anybody. Let's get uh, Steven in it. Because uh, that's his deal. Hold on. Whoops. There we go. Okay. Here comes Steven Schleicher, everybody. Let's play his little theme song. Steven Schleicher. Steven Schleicher. <laughs> Look who it is. It's Steven Schleicher joining us as he does every Monday to talk about pop culture, movies, comics, and more. Hello and welcome back, Steven. How are you? Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. I, I will Hello. make a cool, I will make a quick correction. Not every Monday because we weren't here last Monday. Oh yeah, and obviously true. we're not going to be here next. No, because I'll be gone. Obviously, somebody's their birthday. Hey, whatever, man. I'm gonna a full day of yeah. Is that your joints season up on you, Scott? Sure, that's all that is. Walking around his house. Yeah, that makes sense. Carter probably quit the chat now. Um, anyway, <laughs> I was going to tell you. What was I going to tell you? Oh, I'm also on your show this week. So there's lots of. Yes, lots you of, are. We're going to be talking a lot of different things. It's a general topic show. So anything goes, Scott. Whatever yeah, you want to bring to the conversation. I don't even, I don't even know. I'm, but I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to think of those things. I'm going to put them in those notes, and then you're going to decide whether to veto those ideas or not. Yeah. That's how maybe that we'll talk about how Scott's excited about his uh, Steam Deck arriving. Yeah, I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. Speaking of the wheat wall, mm. Yeah, I may never go to sleep. <laughs> it's actually it's going to be. Scott playing with his Steam Deck. Yeah. Speaking of the wheat wah, wheat wah. <laughs> I love your phonetic spelling of that. That's really wheat good. Wheat wah, wheat wah. All right. It's good to have you here, Stephen. Let's get into it. Um, Stranger Things Season 5 scheduled for February. That's pretty quick turnaround. That's, What's the deal? Well, there? I'm pretty sure that they filmed everything back to back to back because, you know, mm-hmm. if those kids get any older, they're all going to be walking around <laughs> with their joints aching. Yeah. <laughs> if, right, yeah. If they go any longer. And considering how... Uh, season four ended no spoilers, uh, but uh, uh, they do need to wrap this wrap this up. Uh, that said, Millie Bobby Brown still manages somehow to look like she's twelve mm-hmm. or thirteen. And she does both sides of it. I know she she's look, eleven. She but, can uh, look really she, young in the show, 
But then yeah. she can go to a, like a red carpet affair and she looks 38. Yeah. yeah. It's mm. amazing. Yeah. I uh, the only thing I would say is I, I probably don't agree because I do think that she looked like a twenty year old in her in her uh, in the stuff that was taking place in the present, and of sure. course the stuff that Obviously, did in the past the, was all the, the flashback stuff was superimposed head on a yeah kid's body. Did make yeah. her look like a thirty year old on an eleven year old's body? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. I mean, she is eighteen, I guess, so she should be at that perfect age where she can cross over and look high school, and you know. All of that, yeah. but it sounds like I mean I haven't watched the season. I'm way behind. I've watched season one of Stranger Things, and that's it. Oh, so yeah, yes, season one super super yeah. good. Season two, eh. season three just made me angry. Season four, I felt really really good about. And if they yeah. can make season five as good as four, or come at, bring it back around to season one, mm-hmm. then I'd be really really happy. They they've been talking about how um, uh, season five is is of course wrapping it all up and it's all going to be taking place in hawkins again no spoilers for what happened at the end of that of that season Mm. but uh Mm. yeah yeah it's it's bringing it all back together season four is some of the best writing on television yes that i've seen this year it's so so good so and maybe that's why you do need to take a big break between between seasons of course this one had covid uh and uh ghostbusters interfering a little bit with it oh right okay yeah yeah because you're finn you're flynn wolfhard Flynn wolfhard finn Uh, wolfhard yeah he had to go do business so so um so do you think i should i skip two and three or should i Uh, no 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 you need to because otherwise you'll be completely confused yeah story elements that carry all the way through sound there are some good elements of of season three the thing that made me the angriest is even though the special effects uh, are mostly always digital, mm. um, season one made it feel like you were watching an 80s movie or television show. Yeah. But season, because they kept it like, okay, this is what it would be like if it was a real uh, practically shot thing, even though it's CG. But in the opening, the first episode of season three, they did this whole fast and furious, let's run through an engine kind of thing. And mm. it's completely CG. And it just me off from the very beginning and i was like well oh, interesting. i'm done okay. with that series so mm, mm. well but you came back around for four. Oh no i came back no i watched all of season three and four and it was it's great so okay. yeah i thought there was there was a, a couple elements location elements of season three and season mm-hmm. four that, that i felt were unnecessary but but mm-hmm. i think on all in all i like season three not nearly as much as season four but uh season three or i'm sorry season four really feels like they're trying to tap into the uh, last stand kind of vibe where the story yeah. is taking place across 50 different environments and uh, so somehow it all works together. Yeah, mm, for sure. So, so I guess what I'm asking is this better to uh-huh. go binge all that or should I yes. read a synopsis somewhere? No, binge it all. Okay. Binge it all. Yeah. All right. Cause I could probably find well, a pretty good story breakdown somewhere that just tells me what happened. Yeah, but you're going to miss a lot of the, a lot of the little subtle things that as an eighties kid, you would really appreciate. Right. And there's some story, story, notwithstanding some great character development in two mm-hmm. and three that you need for four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All especially right. the relationship between 11 and, um, Max. uh, yeah, yeah. The dad. Okay. Oh, 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 uh, Hopper. Uh, okay. Hopper, I was yeah, thinking yeah. Maxine. Hey, who's Hopper married to? What's his name? David Harbour. Do we know who, who he's married to? Somebody's super oh, Sydney, I think. Sydney Harbour. David Harbour. And the reason I asked this is... Hold on. Let me pull this up. Here he is. David Harbour. Currently with... Oh, geez, David Harbour. Where are you, buddy? Uh, oh, Lily Allen. That's who it is. He's married to Lily Allen. Get out, really? Yeah. I didn't know this. They got married in 2020. Did you know this? I had no idea. I was making a joke about him being married to Sydney Harbor because that's where the, the oh, Sydney Opera House. Oh, the actual Harbor. But, uh, yeah, got it. 
I thought, is there a girl I don't know about? But yeah, freaking no way. Lily I Allen. I did yeah. not know that. Lucky man. She's yeah. she's uh she's a catch. She's pretty great. Um, okay, so there's that. Let's move on. Wow. Uh, oh, and Stranger Things spinoffs. Don't forget, those are coming. What, oh, yeah. what do we know about you're those? Gonna get a, you're going to get a stage play, and that's we know for sure. Uh, but other than that, we don't know. There's going to be other stories set in and around Hawkins. Stage play. Yeah, like, know, uh, will weird. it be meta, like within the Stranger Things universe, or a stage play? I don't think it's going to do... I don't think it's going to be a play about stranger things like we see in thor three <laughs> right okay we're not gonna get the other hemsworth and matt yes, damon, and playing, matt damon. Uh, right <laughs> yeah like, like in, and, uh, <laughs> yeah in thor three yes um uh but i think it's something that is basically here's here's the story of an upside down on a stage okay all right interesting but you were starting Ooh, well, with brady bunch it'd be nice if it's a musical i'd love it if it was a musical might I, it, be. I mean, there these might are be. the stranger things. <laughs> <laughs> these things are so strange. <laughs> Need to get uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber to uh, score it. Yeah, right, I think so. It'd be great. Actually, yes. actually, who did um, who did the Mormon one? The uh, oh yeah, the, the it was Trey Co- Parker or, uh, and Matt Stone. Yeah, Par- yeah. 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 South Park. They, guys, they yeah. would be great too. They would be. I love their um, their stage stuff. So good. Oh my gosh, it is. Yeah. Uh, okay, so they're also working though on a Death Note anime series. Uh, mm-hmm. They want to do that. They're also doing a adaptation of Duffer with Stephen King. Netflix. Netflix. Uh, okay. The Upside Down Pictures people are these are things they're doing next. Gotcha. So an okay. Anime series on Death Note. They want to do the Stephen King Talisman book adaptation. They've been brewing for a while. Uh, they also steamed up, steamed up, uh, teamed up with Steven Spielberg's Amblin Entertainment and Paramount Television for an adaptation of The Talisman, which will be initially optioned as a film, and then a miniseries, then a film again before landing on Netflix. Uh, yeah, I'm down with that. The Talisman, good the original time. adaptation, is real bad. It's not, it's not good. So a new version of that would be would be fine. Let's see that. Uh, I mean, these guys are basically raised on Stephen King, right? That's their whole thing. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. May as well go ahead and do one. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, 8 billion genies. This is an interesting comic like book my, series. My dream chat room. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, 8 billion genies is this really cool uh, series that debuted a couple of months ago. From, Scott just uh, got image it. Comics. I got it. Yeah. I totally Sorry, got over it. my head. Yeah, you're fine. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> so the, the premise is, what would happen if a genie appeared for every person on the planet, more or less, and you only had one wish? What would happen in the first eight seconds, the first eight minutes, the first eight hours as wishes are being granted? And uh, again, you only get the one wish. What would you wish for? Would you take your time or would you wow. just blow it out right away? Mm. Uh I think the second issue just came out a couple of weeks ago, so issue three should be out in the next week or so. But the premise is really exciting. Uh, it's this a is really from, cool pre- premise. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, there are some people that waste their wish right away on, I want a lightsaber, and then uh, don't know how to use a lightsaber and start uh, start a fire that burns down the city. Right. right. Uh, then there's other people that are like, uh, and this is not, this is minor spoilers for issue one. Uh, a lot of issue one and two takes place in this bar, and the bar owner instantly uses his wish 
to prevent any crazy wishes that are happening to the world from affecting the bar and the people in it. So, you know, if there's a giant kaiju that's stomping through the city, his bar is going to be protected. I wish that there was a bubble around this bar against everybody else's dumb wishes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And then there's the, there's an argument to be made where one parent is like, Jeannie, I don't want my kids. uh, I, I want my, uh, kids to have my approval before they grant their wish because kids are stupid and are going to and going to wish for stupid stuff and the genius are oh that's very interesting and then what happens with the world powers what is the president of the and the leaders of the different worlds what do they use their wishes for it's a really cool thought experiment turned uh comic book via um twilight zone that is going to be adapted into uh, I think a television series from Charles or from uh, Amazon Studios. Yeah, uh, the series is from Charles Soule and Ryan Brown. Uh, Charles Soule, if you haven't read his stuff, he does a lot of the Star Wars adaptations and other things as well. So and we don't know if this is going to be live action or animated. No, or- we don't. We don't know. They just they just acquired the rights to develop it. Interesting. I love this concept. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. guessing live action. If I had to guess, so so yeah. okay. So I see here. There's there are only like. Four, Oh, weird. There are only three issues of this eight-issue run, and yeah. they're already getting an option like this. Yeah, That's it, crazy. it just, wow. I mean, it is really good. I i i read issue two without reading issue one, but there's enough in issue two that you can you can tell what's going on uh, with very little effort. But it's, I would say it is akin, and maybe this is why Amazon is jumping on this. It feels like, depending on, you know, it's just eight issues and then it'll be done. But it feels like the early days of Walking Dead. Not hmm. that there's zombies out to kill everybody, but just chaos just and chaos, what do yeah. people do to survive in this world of, of chaos i love I that thinking, why the last man too like the the yeah you know. mm-hmm. yeah dice uh, dice mato says uh, uh is there a wish queue or all of these happening concurrently all of these are happening concurrently there's yeah. eight billion genies there's eight billion people more or less and everybody gets a wish yeah and, and i imagine that the first thing they explain is how you can't wish for more wishes correct that's yeah. not how that works uh <laughs> You gotta have. The, but, you gotta uh, sign yeah, the EULA, so, Brian. Every time they do this, you gotta sign a EULA before you can. Exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll give another wish away in the book because I'm sure this. It's a kind of an interesting twist. Is President of the United States orders his uh, chief of staff to wish that the United States is all powerful uh, country in the world and will last forever. Blah 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 blah. And the chief of staff does that, and then the president calls up um, North Korea. And says, ah, we are the greatest. Give up now. And then uh, Kim is like, no, we are the greatest. And then the genies explain, well, when people wish for the exact same thing, like all the leaders of the worlds do, all those wishes cancel each other out. Oh, so you know, you oh. wasted your wish, you dumbasses. Yeah, there's, there's, like a, the, of, like there's a bunch of monkey paw. Kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, there's a bunch of monkey paw stuff going on here. Man. Wow. I am going to read this. This sounds freaking great. It, it really is fun. And if there's three issues out now, grab them because... Uh, it's interesting. The art is cool. Um, the way that they illustrate the genies is very cool. It reminds me a lot uh, uh, at times of Carter's art. I agree. I'm looking uh, at these covers, and mm-hmm. it's uh, that's yeah. something about that looks like her stuff. That's good, crazy. Good comparison. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. And um, so uh, if they make those genies animated and everything else live action, that would be cool. Yeah. I'm looking at some actual mm-hmm. variants here. The variant covers. I wonder if cool. uh, Charlize Theron is going to be in this because uh, <laughs> there'd be a lot of wishes, I think, that involve her. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> Does that cancel each other out? Like, <laughs> if twelve people want to go on a date with her and they, to right. none of them get it, I don't know how that works. Um, Is that yeah. explained? 
So it's an image no, joint, right? No, at least right? Not, in, not in the first eight hours. So I'm, I'm maybe okay. in issue one it is, but in, in uh, issue two is eight hours, and I think issue three, I'd have to look, but I'm pretty sure that okay. that one takes place oh, right. eight days eight later. Days. Yeah, yeah. Sure, that makes sense. So these are, so this is an image joint. If you want to read uh-huh. these comics, you can get them on Comicsology or wherever you get your digital comics. I assume you can get right. these in stores. Or you can go to your comic book shop, and they probably still have some. Yeah, they probably have some. So do it now before the popularity explodes because of this damn TV deal. All right. That's what we're saying. Uh, You saw Love and Thunder. Did you like it? Brian liked it. Do you like it? I liked it very much. And without spoiling uh, anything, I will say this. Go in prepared because there are some heavy emotional things that take place in this movie. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like stuff that you're just like, I don't want to think about this or this is... This is a little bit too uh, brings me down thinking about these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And then it's coupled with moments of zaniness. And I think that's what everyone's biggest complaints are, is it feels unbalanced because it goes from super heady to super funny back and forth. Uh, there are two uh, writers on this because, uh, as you mentioned earlier, Scott, there may be a, a certain person who was working, writing a Star Wars movie while he was filming this movie. So, mm-hmm. um that could be part of it, but I think I have a better answer that might... I, I want to get Brian's opinion on this. When, uh, we, when, yeah, we, talk uh, about, when we talk about <laughs> mythology and we talk about mythological gods... I thought you wanted my opinion on the first part you just oh, said. Oh, no. So, okay, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, no, go, no, ahead, go ahead on the first part. Yes? No? Uh, yes. I, I do agree. Yes. And, okay. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about gods and mythological gods and their beings, <laughs> they're all played up as these great, grand, emotional things. Right. Yeah. As as great adventures and they can do no wrong. Blah, 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 blah. Um, this one, the funny parts come because we are being told these stories after seeing the actions and the stories are being built upon in a way that makes these heroes great. So, for example, minor spoiler, super minor, minor spoiler. There's a moment where uh, Thor is angry and he punches a vending machine. Oh my God! Ah, uh, jeez, critical I know, right? uh, changing I know, right? point of the whole film. I know, right? And then he walks into a room with all of these, with all of these snacks, and the person says, "I heard a noise out there." And he's like, "Oh yes, I found this closed refrigerator," uh, right, which is right. funny in the middle of this very serious uh, bit. Yes, but yes. it is the narrator, and this happens a lot. We have the uh, what's the what's the concept? The uh, um, Unreliable narrator. Uh, unreliable narrator. Narrator. So all the narrator. funny bits in <laughs> all the funny bits in this movie come from an unreliable narrator. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that. I mean, I don't like it in uh, general, but it sounds like it's probably not that bad. It's okay, right? Because when you yeah. think about it, the yeah. the stories that you hear, especially the stuff that's like, here's the flashback, here's the things you know. Who's telling that story, and why are they telling it that way? And it comes off funny, even though we see the real stuff. You agree, Brian? You think that's? A, I do agree. Yeah. I think that is a, that is an accurate point, and I, and I also do agree that the that the unbalance of the lighthearted stuff to the heavy stuff was is one of the one of the issues. Maybe not the issue, the biggest issue I had with it. But maybe, maybe a lot of that's, that's the com- that's the biggest complaint I see from yeah. everybody, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if you heard me talking about it earlier, but basically I said if Ragnarok is a ninety-five for me out of a hundred, mm-hmm. this was like a seventy-five. Yeah, I would I would put it up a little higher. I'd probably put it up at an 80, 85 range. Okay. That's all right. pretty good. Yeah. Did uh we don't get the Hulk at My all, right? My wife really loved it. I mean, she came out and she was like, I really like that. But was it a was it a Hulk free affair? He's not back to have any fun here, right? 
<laughs> I said I was going to make it spoiler free, anything. except for yeah. the punching of the refrigerator. All right, all right. Don't tell me then. I mean, this is a completely a remake of Wrath of Khan, so. 100%. And, <laughs> yeah. and uh, people are still uh, angry at and, me about and that. And a new hope. Yeah. Yeah. And a new hope. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, well, all right. There's that. Also, you sent me this Utah connection. This is pretty hilarious. Um, yeah. Oh, man. So the FanX, so, we heard uh, about this recently or locally, but the FanX founder and some deep doo-doo. Tell me what happened. So years ago, we could rally around this guy. Uh, I don't know what his name is, uh, but we would rally around him because he wanted to call the Salt Lake uh, Comic-Con yeah. without the hyphen. And a San Diego Comic-Con took offense to that and took him to court. And he eventually lost and he would uh, go around with you know, cars wrapped in uh, Salt Lake City Comic-Con uh, <laughs> advertisement, drive around up and down the San Diego Comic-Con uh, venue and honk its horn and all this stuff. And, and really, you were like, yeah, let's stick it to the big guy. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, he lost and had to change it to Fan X and everything. Yeah. Uh, and now he's been accused of making a bomb threat to multiple places around Salt Lake City. So yeah. now he's in some deep doo-doo for that. So yeah. I want to know what's really going on, Scott. Okay, so... Yeah. so That's the real scoop, Scott. <laughs> so this guy, this Brian Melvin Brandenburg, he's 63, lives in, lives in freaking Hawaii now. Um, he's... Uh, he, he's So the, the the talk is that he they have some proof anyway, they say they do, that he uh, either threatened or attempted or, I don't know, went to some lengths to get it going to bomb the Salt Lake Temple the University of Utah, where my daughter's sitting right now. Carter, careful. Mm-hmm. Check all uh-huh. the hallways. Look at um, your desk. And the Matheson Courthouse, which is like our big downtown Salt Lake City courthouse. courthouse. Um, if that's all true, he's screwed because they'll, you know, they'll extra, not, I don't know if it's still yeah. extradition, but they'll get him out of Hawaii and back here. Um, he was already kind of a controversial figure because he was just really pushy to get the you know, he wanted Utah to be the premier Comic-Con and they wanted to see San Diego wane and they wanted to see everybody come here instead and do all the, the big Hall H shit here. And he had he had grand plans and um, he he's yeah, he's in trouble. That guy. I'll be honest. I look at this guy and I don't think, oh, here's a guy who got into the whole Comic-Con thing because he loves comics and pop culture and mm-hmm. no. sci-fi movies and all that. He likes, this guy he looks like, oh, I see dollar signs in Comic-Con. Exactly. What I like exactly. about this photo collection of him is that the top left photo, right photo, makes him look like he's holding a lightsaber in the one just below it. <laughs> it does. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's amazing. Um, yeah. But anyway, I kind of... actually. I mean, Oh, that look closely. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you something, Scott. Okay, what do you got? <laughs> look closely at that large photo, the the big photo on the left. Yeah, I'm gonna give you a close up. All right, all right. Zoom in on, uh, zoom in on the the and left the side, his left side of his mouth. Let's see here. Oh Lord! Gosh dang it! <laughs> Why? Why? He's got uh, the white stuff forming in the corner of his mouth. Yeah, he's got he's got Ted Cruz schmutz in his mouth. <laughs> he should be extradited just for that alone. Oh my lord, that's gross. All right, well, I hope he. I mean, look, if he did that stuff, he should go to jail, man. You know, bomb yeah, places, sure. a hole. Sure. People exactly. who think I have all the money, got all the power, freaking f off. All right. Uh, well, there you go. On that f- happy note, we're going to um, uh, resume this a little bit tomorrow night when I go get to be on the Major Spoilers podcast with yep. with you and the boys, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Is there anything else this week that you want to mention that people should be checking out or listening to? Oh, good Lord, it's going to be hot this week. So not a whole lot else to do besides uh, just rest, relax, 
and stay hydrated. Yeah, you know what? I like that advice. Steven Schleicher, everybody. Bye. Advice. All right. Cool. He's gone. We have a few things to wrap up here at the end of the show. First off, a Monday morning mashup called Throbbing Manhood. Gosh, I can't imagine what that's about. <laughs> Golly, I remember the reference. I, well, I remember saying it. I don't remember what it was in reference to. So nope. let's hear it. Yeah, let's find out together as we play this from Jamie. Uh, as always, the master of mashups. Here you go. So I'm going to start doing pigs. So that's cool. I like a pig. You like a good pig? I like a good pig. <laughs> I do like a good pig. Yeah. Is there a wiener? All right, I'm in. <laughs> Dearest Martha. Dear Martha, I was a vampire today. <laughs> this is my 14th day in the haunted mansion, waiting for them to start the cars again. Turtles get most of their oxygen through their clo- cloaca, clo- cloaca, I think I said. Uh, in I a process. Love, love the pause right before you're going to you know, have a euphemism for anus. Yep. You know, we got to emphasize the, the, sure. <laughs> the emphasis. Going down those first hills at 20 miles an hour in 55 <laughs> degree weather with a wet jersey. I'm glad that my jersey had uh, reinforced nipple area uh, because otherwise I would have torn those things up. Yeah, that's a brisk bit of wind, isn't it? Ah! <laughs> My nuts! My nuts! My nuts! A young child asks, Can Grandma finish reading me The Wizard of Oz? I think a kid would like this. And they lived happily ever after. Now I'm back off to heaven, (laughs) Billy. (laughs) Supreme Court of Ohio infant, infant, infinitely, infinite, gosh dang it, indefinitely is the word I'm trying to freaking shove out of my face. Uh, Here's another one from Morho, or not from Morhose. This is from Brian from Denver, not you, but... (laughs) Down. From more hoes sending us email. Yeah, we got more hoes writing in. Hi, um, my pimp uh, is uh, <laughs> my pimp is a big fan of your show. He really uh, loves the show. He walks down the street with his cane and his huge <laughs> and then listens to your show. His giant just like it was never uh you know yuri Petushkakov or some guy on the street in russia we know that you know Petushkakov. <laughs> Petushkakov, yes hey, i'm yuri Petushkakov. why are you picking on me <laughs> yeah why you, give, why you give me hard time amazingly enough uh my uh you know tender bits wasn't hurting back on the uh the seat well that's, that's good. amazing it means you're getting calluses down there you know right, what I mean? exactly also i like how uh this discussion just made 173 people think of about my taint. That's enough to hear about your chode. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Everybody visualize it. Put it in Imagine your head. it in your head. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> Can grandma read me a Harlequin romance novel? Yeah. I feel like and we just is dis- robbing manhood unleashed. <laughs> it's <laughs> his robbing pectoral muscles. <laughs> there you go. That's where your throbbing manhood came from. That's right there. Nice. Yeah. I was wondering. Yeah. You never know till you get there. Thanks a lot, Jamie. As always, TMS Mashups on Twitter if you want to follow him there. Uh, hey, Brian, tell me about Jigger Dad. What's going on? Yeah, so uh, he is doing a, uh, a ride for cancer, the Embridge Tour Alberta for Cancer 2022, uh, raising money for that um, and doing a big uh, marathon ride as well. I don't know how long their marathon is, but um, this is going to be his second ride that he's done to raise money for Alberta uh, Cancer Foundation. Uh, he's just a f- couple hundred under his goal. So if you don't, if you, uh, if you don't mind, if you'd like to contribute, please do go to bit.ly slash jigger dad bike. And that's J I G G E R. Like the thing that you pour an ounce and a half of liquor in uh, to, to measure it for a mixed drink. Jigger dad bike. That uh, name, by the way, is a playoff of his, uh, 
um, the, the pronunciation of his name, Paul uh, Jaguer, which is uh, French, oh. I believe, for the uh, measuring cup that you use to pour uh, alcohol into a mixed drink. <laughs> is that really called a jigger? Yeah, it's a jigger. Those I've little silver that. things that's a uh, I've seen a jigger, them. Yeah. yeah, I've seen those, but I didn't know. I, well, I mean, obviously something has, everything has a name, but I've never heard anyone yes. call it that. Also a name for one who jigs, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Uh, yes. It's also, you know, when you're saying, uh, when you're saying jigger dad. Yes. Just be careful. You know, not you, but you did great. But the rest of the yeah, world, yeah, yeah, be yeah. careful when you say it. Just be careful. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be careful. Yeah, just be careful. It's a good. You should uh, always be. Just be careful in life. Yeah, always really. be careful. Put the mental condom on and be careful. <laughs> That's awesome, but, though. Uh, yeah, Very great, cool. great cause. And he's uh, part of our D&D group. Uh, and super, super nice guy. And this is, uh, you know, hey, anyone walking for ending Alzheimer's, cycling to end cancer, uh, we love you and keep doing it. Yeah, you're good people. Uh, check this out. I got an email real quick here from Ryan Moore. He sent it to uh, the morning stream at gmail.com and he says this. You mentioned James Kahn. He spelled it C O N N for some reason. I know um, the Comic Con guys are already writing a cease and desist. Oh, man, we're in trouble now. You're going to have to bomb him. Oh, no, that's a threat. Anyway, uh, you mentioned James Kahn a couple of days ago and how he is gone uh, and another one bites the dust. I think you have a Death Note style power. Love the show, though. All right. Listen, Gen Z, yeah. could you put some proper um, uh, commas and periods in there in your sentences? Yeah, exactly. By, by the way, he did write now he is gone as opposed to and how he is gone. Oh, he did write. And Apparently now we he talked is gone. about him before. Yeah. I don't remember talking about James Kahn before he died. I mean, that recently, but uh, I can't remember what the context was if we did. I don't yeah. remember it, but we always get Jamie, accused of this. Jamie would be able to tell us when the last time we talked about James Conn was. Yeah. I know I talked about Scott Conn in some context. Uh, dude dude <laughs> from uh, context. context. Oh, jeez. Did not mean that. I, re- I regret it. I retract my statement. <laughs> but we were talking about him, something to do with his Hawaii Five-O business, and maybe it came up there. Really? Yeah. Might have been on FilmSec then, because, yeah... I- that's the other, yeah, that's the other thing is it could have been a totally different show. But anyway, thanks, Ryan, for pointing that out. We do like to, uh, you know, we like to murder old celebrities. That's what we do. <laughs> and we, we like to say that we utter the words yeah, that the demons exactly. then come out of uh, the ground and destroy their lives. That's how we do it. That's right. Martin Shkreli, Martin Shkreli, Martin Shkreli, Martin Shkreli. Okay, <laughs> please, let's go ahead and continue the show. Uh, even just his name sucks, you know? Yeah. yeah. Gosh, that yeah. guy sucks. All right. That's going to do it for us. Big thanks to everybody who supports us over on our Patreon. I think I wrote down some names but put it on the wrong tab. Let me see who I wrote. Um, oh, okay. Uh, crap. Where, where Bill Jones of Larkspur, uh, Kentucky and Mary Franklin of Schenectady, New sure, York. Sure, these are all real people. Sure. Sure. Oh, here it is. I did put it in the wrong place. I put it on another tab. Uh, these are real names, or at least this is what they wrote. Uh, since our last episode, we have been joined by Juice Farton. <laughs> F-A-R-T-O-N. So I don't know. All Maybe right. it's real. I apologize if that is your actual real uh, birth-given name. Yeah. I laughed. No way to know for sure, but uh, yeah. And then Nectar B. Jr. Okay. Wow, they seem like they'd be related. He likes bees. Uh, and Jesse Juice Conrad. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say that Jesse Conrad's probably a real name. That seems right. Oh, for sure. That yeah. one I feel that one I feel pretty safe with. Yeah. Uh, I love it though. Juice Farton, you're the you're the bomb. Anyway, if you want to be like them, go to patreon.com slash TMS and sign up today for all your other inquiries, whatever they may be. They'll be at frogpants.com slash TMS, including one uh, form that uh, is linked right there that you can click on and request songs like the one Brian's about to tell us about. So Brian, 
Who do we get a request from, and what song is that? We are going to thank Greg for Walkman today with a song. Oh. Uh, hello there, Pete and Pete. July 11th will be my 55th year waking up on this beautiful planet. Did you know Greg for Walkman is older than us? Dude, let me just say something about Greg for freaking Fountain of Youth Walkman, okay? Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't he looks younger than me. He totally looks younger than us. He's Holy got crap. this glorious beard with our hardly any gray in it. You're a you're a glorious older man. Congratulations. And oh, and exactly. happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. That's great. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I would love to celebrate it with a cover of my favorite Pixies song, Where Is My Mind? Uh can't wait to see you again in Vegas. What a blast. Hey, is it too early for a fish sandwich? Ibit Remix. Love, Ibit Remix. Love you all, Greg, for walking. All right, we'll do an Ibit Remix. Hold on. Oops, there it is. Well, first we do this. Uh, come on. Hey, too early to get a fish sandwich? Hey, uh, is it uh, too early to get a fish sandwich? <laughs> there you go. There's your Remix. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a great combo. Uh, oh, my God. Pretty good. Fit nicely. All right. Well, I gave you some rock and roll for Indie in the Middle. Let's give you a little uh, like bluegrass uh, for your closing song. This is a band called Trampled by Turtles. They released this single back in 2011. This is such a great version of this song. It's the Pixies' Where Is My Mind by Trampled by Turtles. Oh, where is my mind? That one? Is that the, the one. song? Yep. Oh, I love that song. Okay. Uh, that's it. We'll be back tomorrow with a big old episode for a Tuesday. So come on back. You hear?
Of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. You like your lasagna? Yeah.